Hey folks, what's going on here? This is Wesley, billion dollar version with another millionaire midnight rant. It's 11.48 here, PM, CST time, Houston, Texas here. I thought I'd log on a bit early here so we can talk about with you here tonight about how to become the greatest version of yourself, okay? How to become the greatest version of yourself. How's everybody doing here? Did you have an outstanding day? Hopefully you did. I expect so. Today was absolutely just amazing for me. And if you're brand new to the podcast, I'm Wesley Billion Dollar Version. I'm a self-made millionaire here from Houston, Texas here. And I use this platform to educate people such as yourself to be able to manifest and have the opportunity to achieve your goals and dreams. I give everyone the opportunity also to ask me questions, to post your questions below, okay? Um, And I do this because I didn't have the opportunity to have a mentor. I didn't have the opportunity to have anyone to show me how to make money, how to start a business, and how to understand money, okay? And it was tough. And it was hard. And I made a promise to myself that I would make it my purpose to share my philosophy with others, to teach them how to achieve their goals and dreams so you will be able to get a slice of that pie that I eat off every single day of my life that I'm grateful for. Okay? So go ahead and put your names here below. We're going to talk about how to become the greatest version of yourself. How many of you, that's your, you would like to do that? How many of you would like to become the greatest version of yourself? And listen, you know, once you become the greatest version of yourself, obviously those type of people, they get what they want out of life, right? Riches, success, abundance, love, joy, and happiness here. So I'm going to teach you something here tonight that I'm going to ask you to really listen close to because it might be a life changer for you. Um, And can I give everybody a shout out here? If you don't mind, put your names here below. Uh, Money Mike Wynn, how are you, sir? Uh, We have Steph Curry, Jay Morant, Oprah, James So Cool, Cher Style, ATS, Locked NKP, Migos, Celebrity Chef Nikki, how are you, ma'am? Um, Katerin, Katerin, Mikhail, how are you? Deidre, how are you? We have Ricky Star, Lucas, how are you? Gallo Show, great evening. Hey, Michelle, how are you? Greetings, greetings. Okay. Hey, Nessa, how are you? So listen, um, take notes. Take notes here, please. You know, I said on every rant, every podcast, and if, listen, if you want access to the podcast, I get so many emails and DMs of people that ask me, where can I get the re, the repeats or the, uh, the recordings? They're on the podcast. Okay. Just type Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast in Google. And you can download this on your phone. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on iTunes. We're on 
Spotify, and we're also on iHeartRadio, Amazon Music. We're everywhere. So just type in Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast, and you'll see that we're syndicated on all platforms. Okay. Hey, Jeff, how are you? All right, so let's get started here. You know, how to become the greatest version of yourself. You know, many of you, when you think about becoming the greatest version of yourself, you just think about, well, I could do anything. You know, I could just conquer the world. I can get whatever I want. You know, when people think of those type of people who have created the version, the greatest version of themselves, they just think that these people are walking around stating how they can do all things and they can just conquer the world. They can make all the money and they're just so savvy in business and and they're unstoppable. But that's not true. Okay? Becoming the greatest version of yourself is having the ability to say no. What do I mean by that? To say no to drinking. To tell people no to drugs, you know, you know, certain people like, oh, come on, drink, drink, do some drugs. And you say, no, that's not me. I don't want to do that. Becoming the greatest version of yourself is being able to be disciplined. Being able to see everybody enjoying themselves and having a pleasurable time and you choosing to do the opposite. See, being the greatest version of yourself is watching people that you know personally go to the baseball game, go to the football game, go out and have a great time, and you choose not to do that. See, the greatest version of yourself is wanting to quit but not quitting. The greatest version of yourself is working diligently in your business, on your dream. And even though you're not receiving the result, you're still enthusiastic, grateful, and happy during that process. Are you with me here? Becoming the greatest version of yourself doesn't mean that it's this individual that can get whatever he, she wants. The greatest version of yourself is what does that person do when they're frustrated? How does that person react when they're angry? What do they do when it appears that the walls are their back is against the wall? What do they do when they have the bad credit? What do they do when they can't pay their bills on time? Does that make sense? That's the greatest version of yourself. (laughs) Listen, anybody can be excited and happy when things are going well in life. And this is what I'm doing my best to get all of you to understand Like, it's so easy to celebrate and to be excited when you're achieving, when you're making money, when you're in love, when everything is going the way you would like it to go. But that's not the greatest version of yourself. The greatest version of yourself 
is when you can see the sunlight in the storm. The greatest version of yourself where you can go through a horrific divorce or a bad toxic relationship and come out more resilient. The greatest version of yourself is when you lay in your bed right now. You're in your bed. And instead of thinking about all the things that are going wrong in your life, instead of musing over all your problems and all your issues, you choose to be grateful for all the things that are taking place in your life that is happening for your good. Does that make sense? Many of you are so confused about what it takes to be an, an exceptional human being. Because when people think about an exceptional human being, they only think about the accolades. They only think about the achievements and all the things that they are doing well, all the admiration. That's it. But that's incorrect. The greatest version of yourself is the discipline. Now, why is that important? Because before you can become the greatest version of yourself, you have to deal with the worst part of you. Does that make sense? Let me go deeper here. See, the worst part of you, some of you right now have an addiction to smoking. Some of you have addiction to drugs. Some of you have addiction to sex. Some of you have an addiction to being angry. Some of you have an addiction of procrastination. Some of you are very dismotivated individuals. Some of you are not disciplined at all. Does that make sense? Some of you are bad money managers. Some of you are just financially just irresponsible. See, that's the worst part of you. Some of you can't communicate effectively. Okay? See, to become the greatest version of yourself, you have to deal with the worst part of you. Okay? Like, you have to deal with that. And a lot of you that follow me, that's listening to these podcasts here, you want to transform, you want to change your life, but you're not willing to deal with the parts of you that you're trying to hide. You're not dealing with the parts of you that are nasty parts, dark parts of you. You want to hide those parts. You want to repress those parts of you. But see, a person that becomes the greatest version of themselves, they deal with that part of themselves. They deal with their addictions. They deal with it. They address their procrastination. They admit to themselves, you know what? I am a bad financial money manager. I don't manage my finances properly here. I need to change that. I don't need a million dollars. I need to manage a dollar first. Because if I had a million dollars, I wouldn't be able to manage that either. See, a person that's becoming the greatest version of themselves, they finally learn how to be honest with themselves. Did you know the average person, listen here, you know the average person, we're talking about you, you just lie to yourself. Let me give you an example. Some of you may say, well, I've been working, I've been working tirelessly in my business. I've been working on this company forever. 
I'm doing everything that I was supposed to do. I'm working, I'm working, I'm working. And you're lying. You're not. You're only working when you're convenient, when it's convenient for you. And if you are working, you're not working enough. And my question is, what else are you doing? It's just like a person that says that they work out, but they still fat and overweight. You ever met a person like that? They say, oh, I go to the gym all the time, but they're obviously unhealthy and overweight. It's like a person that says, well, I work hard in my business. I'm working, I'm working every day, but yet they're not making any money. Like, does that make sense to you? Yeah, because most of us, including you, you're pathological liars to yourself. See, becoming the greatest version of yourself is stop lying to yourself. Just tell it like it is. Listen, it happened to me. Listen, I'm not throwing rocks at you. In my 20s, I was lying to myself all the time. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm doing whatever it takes. And I knew I wasn't. Like, how am I doing whatever it takes if I'm out here chasing girls or women? How am I doing whatever it takes to become the man I'm supposed to be if I'm hanging out with friends at a club? If I'm going to the happy hour, how am I giving it my all if I'm watching TV, if I'm watching a game or playing a video game? Does that make sense? You're not. Okay? Becoming the greatest version of yourself is just having the willpower to say no to the things that even though they make you feel good and even though they give you pleasure, you say no. See, one thing about human beings, we always want pleasure. And like we have this tendency and we have this urge and desire to just feel pleasure all the time. That's why we spend so much time on TikTok. We spend time on Instagram, Facebook. We watch some Netflix, Hulu, TV, Prime, Peacock. Right, cable, YouTube videos, something that's always going to stimulate our mind. We're texting somebody, talking to somebody, smoking something, drinking something. Because we always want to be stimulated in a very pleasurable, uh, in, 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 a, in a pleasurely way. But the people that become the greatest version of themselves realize that That pleasure that is so instant is useless. The people that become the greatest version of themselves, they will sit with themselves by themselves, working, believing in themselves, failing, frustrated, irritated, but they continue to walk down their path of success. Okay? What I really want all of you to understand is there is a lonely road that you will have to walk to become the man or woman that you want to be. It's lonely. And let me tell you why it's lonely. Because the people that you're currently around those people are not going to allow you to be wealthy. It's not going to happen. The people that you are currently around, that's in your circle, the people that you're friends with, you're cool with, these people are not going to lead you to 
your success. The people that are already rich, the people that are already wealthy, most of them, they're not going to work with you. They're just not. You know, rich people want to work with other rich people. It's just how it is. So you're going to find yourself by yourself in this journey. And I really want you to understand it and really think about that if that's something that you want to do, because it is a lonely road. I mean, it really is, honestly. You know, in the beginning of this journey, it's very lonely. You're by yourself. You may be that person that's begging for other people to help you, begging for mentorship. You know, maybe you enjoy that your friends or the people that's around you give you positive reinforcement and say, hey, you can do it, you can do it, you can do it. But when I'm here to tell you, it's not enough that you're going to find yourself by yourself. Because some of you are going to find and realize that even though you have best friends and cool people and people that's positive just like you, you're going to wake up one day and decide to be intelligent and realize that just because a person is just like you, that's positive and happy and motivated towards their dreams, that doesn't mean that you're going to make progress. It takes people a very long time to understand that. Let me say it again. I don't care if you had, you know, fans around the world just, you know, just tell you every day that you can do it. You can do it, you can do it, you can do it. So what? That's what I'm here to tell you is not enough. Positive reinforcement is not enough to become rich. Okay? And it's tough for people to finally understand because it's very emotional. But to become the greatest version of yourself, you have to make an intelligent, logical decision. And you have to release these people from your life. Because like I told you before, you know, millionaires, they'll talk to you, but they're not going to work with you. Most of them is not. Too busy. They're not going to work with you. And they're not going to help you in a way that you need to be helped to be able to cross over. Some of you may get lucky. Some. Very few. Very few of you will have an opportunity to have a millionaire that can transform your life. But many of you, I want you to understand this. Because I want you to understand the journey that you're on. Many of you will have to do it by yourself. Is that clear? You're going to have to do it alone. Many of you are spending too much time. You're sending too many emails and trying to reach out to people over and over and over and over and over again. They're not going to respond. And if they do, the response is going to be vague. What I'm saying is this. You have to get to the point. If you want to become the greatest version of yourself, it's you have to start to depend on yourself. You have to start to believe that you can do it even though there's no validation and there's no proven, no past experiences to prove of what you're saying is real. Let me say it again. Listen up here, young, young lady and young man. Listen, I'm talking from the heart here. You got to understand this. 
You have to get to the point in your life, if you want riches and wealth and you want to be this outstanding, incredible person, you got to realize that probably and maybe and highly likely no one's coming to save you. What I'm saying is the mentor is probably not going to mentor you. You're probably not going to find that millionaire that's going to show you the ropes. You're probably not going to find that CEO that's going to show you the game. It's probably not going to happen, not personally. And when I'm here, because it happened to me, you know, in my 20s, I was waiting for people to help me. I was waiting for people and I met millionaires. But the type of help that I wanted, they didn't give me. And I finally decided that I was smart enough to do it myself. I finally decided that I had the same intellect as these other people to figure out the hard problems to achieve my goals. Does that make sense? I want you to, listen to me, listen. I want you to understand that you have the intellect, okay? You have the power to figure the business out, to figure out your career, to determine exactly what you want to do, to work through very arduous problems and issues and discover solutions. Like, I need you to understand that. Because some of you are just, you're so outside of yourself, you keep looking for other people to save you, to fix you, to help you. And I'm here to tell you that mo- that most of you, that is not going to happen. You'll be 30, 40, 50 years old waiting for somebody to mentor you, waiting for somebody to show you the ropes, so we're waiting for somebody to hold your hand through business. Listen, it's probably not going to happen. Okay? You have to begin to depend on yourself. You have to begin to believe deeply in yourself. And you may be thinking, well, how how do I believe in myself more, Wes? How do I believe? By taking action. Taking action on your goals. Taking action on your desires. And being fucking serious about it. You know, I see younger individuals all the time. It's just it's so sad. You know, when people talk about success and what they're going to do and they're going to make a million dollars, they're so nonchalant about it. You know, like it's just so easy, right? Oh, I'm going to make a million. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. I'm telling you I can do this. You know, so many people that's just talking on this bullshit, but they ain't doing nothing. But they try to talk as if they're really doing something, but they're not doing anything. It's because you're not serious. Like, honestly, you're not serious. You're not, you're not truly committed to building your skill and developing your craft. You're not. A lot of you on here right now believe that you can do exactly what you've been doing and you can still do what you got to do to build your skill and it's going to work out. It's not. You're going to find out you're going to be a very disgruntled person in the next five, 10 years. 
Because you're going to be exactly where you are right now. You're going to be at the same job, if not the same job, the same type of money, same car, same home, same apartment, same everything. Because you're not serious. And that's what I see with a lot of younger people. Like everybody under the age of 35, it's just, they so, you guys are so insane. You know, it just blows my mind. Because you're so nonchalant. You know, I met a young man the other day. He was like, yeah, man, I'm a, well, Wes, I love your content, man, but I'm a procrastinator. <laughs> I mean, he's laughing about this shit. He's a doorman, concierge, not even making 15 bucks an hour, and he's laughing. 27 years old. He said, man, I'm going to do it too, man. You inspire me, man, but, you know, I'm a procrastinator, man. I'm so lazy, and he's laughing. What do you think his life is going to be in the next 10 years? It's not going to be the life that he thought he would have. I'm going to tell you that. Okay. But I want you to understand you got to get serious about everything. And you know what? I'm going to go ahead and give you some practical steps because I know somebody like, what do, I, what, what do I need to do? What do I need to do to get serious? What do I need to do? You know what's so sad that, you know, all you... Beautiful people that's listening to me, like you know what to do. It's like it blows my mind. Like, like we all know what to do. We just don't want to do it, and we do want to do it. But what we want is the outcome so badly, right? We want the results so badly, even though we know what we're supposed to do. Many of you right now know you have some friends or people in your life that you need to separate from. Like you already know. I already told you. Like, I already gave you the game about that. I said, I get it. You're around people that's just like you. They're positive. They're entrepreneurs, but they're not making any money. Like, you're around people who are not making money. The fake entrepreneurs. You know, everybody's an entrepreneur these days. Hey, what do you do? Oh, well, I have. Uh, I work as a teacher, but I have a side business here. Oh, I'm an entrepreneur, but, but broke as shit. You know, listen, everybody's an entrepreneur today. Like, everybody's an entrepreneur. You know, like, this is some type of fad. Like, this is the, the new thing to be an entrepreneur. Oh, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur. And I want you to think about that for a second. And you're hanging around those people who are just like you, entrepreneurs, but just not making any money. Still trying to figure it out. Still jumping from business to business, opportunity to opportunity. Every week is a new business. Every week is a new opportunity. I know some people right now, I know a young lady, she's trying to do three different things. She want to do hair. She want to sell this. She want to be in network marketing. She want to be in internet marketing. And guess what's happening? Nothing. Okay. Listen, I'm going to give you the steps on how to be serious. Be very, listen. Be very conscious and cautious of who you listen to. Write this down. It's a life changer. Listen, less than 3% of you will do this. Be very conscious and cautious to the people you listen to starting tonight. Okay? Who do you listen to? When I say who do you listen to, I'm not just saying just me. 
You're going to listen to me for about, what, 30 to 45 minutes. But who are you going to listen to when you're not listening to the podcast or the rant? Who, who, who do you listen to when you're at the gym? Who do you listen to when you're driving in your car? Who do you listen to when you're at work? Does that make sense? Let me share a secret with you that I did in my 20s, later 20s, when I decided to get very serious about becoming wealthy. Instead of listening to all the songs that make me feel good, I think everybody has a song or some music that they just love. Singing in a car, having a good old time. I wasn't listening to any music. I stopped. I was only listening to personal development. That's it. For years. And my car. My car became what is called a car university. Which means when I would step in my vehicle, even though it wasn't the best vehicle, but I was no longer listening to Drake. I was no longer listening to Lil Wayne. I was no longer listening to Beyonce. I was no longer listening to any type of music. It was just talking. I was listening to people that were talking to me. Because I finally realized that who I listen to is going to be influential. Okay? And if I wanted to do better in life, I had to listen to better conversations. And even though Drake is good, I, I, he's a great artist, you know, Lil Wayne or um, who are these people? 21 Savage and Cardi B, great artists. I'm proud of them. But the words and the lyrics wasn't conducive to my success. Like what they were talking about, it had nothing to do with what I wanted to do. Drake, love Drake, but he's just talking about women all the time in his in his music. Uh, he love a woman, he don't like a woman, they like this. I mean, come on. Lil Wayne, great artist, great lyricist, but he's just talking about drugs, money, and big booty girls. I mean, what... what How's that going to make me a millionaire? Think about it for a second. You know, love songs, Taylor Swift, whoever these people, Rihanna, love songs, love songs. Me, personally, in my 20s, I wasn't trying to be in love. I wanted to be rich. I didn't have time for love songs. I I wanted money. Does that make sense? So my car was a car university. See, that's being serious when I would go to work. Because at the time, I still had a job in my 20s. I didn't have conversations with my employees if I didn't have to. I did my best to not talk to people at my job. Does that make sense? It was a good morning, how are you? And that was it. I mean, they needed to talk to me about work. That's all we talked about. I didn't go to lunch with my employee. I mean, I didn't go to lunch with my coworkers. 
You know how coworkers do it. They go to lunch to you. Hey, hey, girl. Hey, my guy, you going to lunch? You going to Burger King? Give me a burger. Hey, you going to Chick-fil-A? Let's go. Hey, who car we riding in? Let's go. Let's go to the, let's go to Twin Peaks. Hey, y'all going to Hooters? Let's go to Hooters for lunch. Yeah, let's go do it. I stopped doing that shit. I stopped hanging around employees because I was already an employee, but I wasn't going to hang around these people doing lunch and I wasn't going to hang around them outside of work. You got to stop doing that. And I'm only talking about the serious people. Like I said, less than 3% of you will do this. The other 97%, you won't do it. Trust me. You just won't. Because you ain't got the guts. You ain't got the balls. You just don't. You just It's not going to happen for you. 3% of you will. I stopped going to lunch with the people that I was working with. I didn't go to the barbecues. You know how the weekend, hey, we are going to get together and play volleyball at the park. Hey, we're going to go play tennis together. Hey, we're going to have a barbecue for John. It's his birthday. Fuck that. I didn't do it. I became an antisocial. That's what they call me. Dang, Wes, you never come to our functions. Hey, Wes, we're going to happy hour after work. It's Friday, man. Thank God it's Friday. TGIF, man. We're going to have a couple margaritas out there. Come on up. No. It's a true story, by the way. I said no. I said, no, I'm, I'm, you know, I would, man, but I'm busy. I got, I got to take care of some things at home. You know, we just lie to them, whatever. Oh, I got to take care of my kids. Oh, I got to do this, whatever. But I would never, ever, I'm going to be honest with you. See, successful entrepreneurs, they're not going to tell you this stuff. You know, because most of them, everybody has a job. It's obvious, right? Most of you have a job. Very few of you actually have a business that you're totally independent with the business, right? Many of you have a business and a job at the same time, right? Listen, you cannot hang around the people that work at your job. Co-workers cannot. Why? Who do you listen to? Who do you listen to? That's a concept. Okay? Whoever you are listening to, you are becoming. Okay? So you can't hang with these people. You can't hang with your employees or your your bosses, your managers and coworkers at all. Unless you just want to be an employee for the rest of your life. Why? Because you are being conditioned for something. Employees, they talk very differently than CEOs. Okay? Very different conversation. Many of you have been to happy hours before with your co-workers, right or wrong. Some of you sleep with your co-workers. Some of you go out with your co-workers. Some of you go run marathons with your co Like you do everything with your co-workers. They, 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 they're your friends. There's no friends. Okay? Why? Because you want to pull yourself out of the rat race. But you don't realize that you're embedding yourself deeper into the rat race. That's why it's so hard for you to leave your job and just start a business. A lot of you have been spending years. A lot of you are like, 
well, I'm going to keep my job and I'm going to run the business at the same time. And my question is, is that working for you, though? Like, how many of you right now run a business and you work a job? So my question is, is the business working? Because if it is, why do you still have the job? So that's called being honest with yourself. But you don't want to be honest. You know how many people tell me, oh, yeah, Wes, I got a little business on the side. I'm working on this thing. You know, I'm working on it. I'm trying to get it. You know, I'm trying to get it where I want it, but it's not where I want it. Just be fucking honest. You're not making money at all. And you're probably lazy. And you're not even giving it your all. You know why? Because you're fucking comfortable with that eight to five grind. And even though you can't stand it, even though you want your freedom, It brings you a paycheck every week or every two weeks. And what you don't realize, you're getting deeper into the culture of having a job. You're getting deeper into the culture of that nine to five grind. Deeper. Because your friends are people who who are your co-workers. Now listen, I'm only talking to the people who are trying to escape from the rat race if you want to stay in it ain't nothing wrong with that do what you got to do boo work eight to five forever get your pension plan get your ira get your stock options whatever you want to do if that's what you want to do go ahead and do it but you don't need to be on this rant you need to go to bed because you got to go to work tomorrow morning i'm talking to the folks who wants to elevate and evolve from that eight to five three to eleven grind Okay. I hope you're taking notes. Because I'm dropping gems here. Listen, starting today, you can no longer hang out with your coworkers outside of work. You can no longer go to lunch with them. I know some of you are shocked. What I want you to understand is who you listen to it's going to be very, very imperative to your progress. You have to pay attention. Many of you are so confused about, you know, why you're not making progress. Let me tell you why. Because you listen to me for 45 minutes. And then you go to work and you listen to Pookie and Ray Ray for eight hours. And then you listen to him on the weekend. Because he's having a barbecue, right? Pool party, baby shower, Pookie getting married to Felicia. So you go into the wedding. What, I, what, what I'm trying to get you to understand is you're constantly putting yourself around regulatory people. And you're trying not to be regulatory. But you're around these people. And you're listening to their conversations. Okay? Are you with me here? Did I lose you yet? Also. Also. And I've said this before. Unless you're trying to be a TikTok Influencer, delete TikTok from your phone. Like if you're not TikToking, 
delete it. Delete the app. Okay? Delete it. Instagram. Listen. I know only 3% of you are going to listen to this, but I'm talking to the 3% that's actually going to do this and they're going to get rich. Listen, Instagram, folks, okay? All the people that you follow, stop following all these people. If they're not millionaires, if they're not living the life that you would like to live, unfollow them. Now, same thing with Facebook. You may say, well, what, you may say, well, what about friends and family? Unfollow them all. But what about my mom and daddy? Unfollow them. Are they rich? Unfollow them. Now, you may think I'm mean right now, right? You're like, that's wrong, Wes. My mama? That's my daddy. Listen. Listen. I'm sure you would like to put your mama and your daddy in a better situation right or wrong. I'm sure you would like to buy them a brand new car and buy them a brand new house or tell them they no longer have to work a job, correct? I'm sure you would like to send them around the world, correct? Unfollow them. It's just temporary. Okay? Because, see, what you see on the timeline, that could be Facebook or Instagram, it will influence you. Okay? What you see on your timeline on Instagram the stories that you watch, it will influence you. Okay? Are you with me here? Stay with me here. I know I'm losing some of you. Because I know some of you are like, bullshit, I'm not doing that. Uh, no, no, man, I'm not. No, no, I can't get rid of it. No, I'm not letting my family go. Ah, no, 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 Wes, you, you, you're talking crazy now. Uh-uh. But remember, I'm the one. I'm the man that's worth forty million dollars. Just remember that. Whenever you say that I'm crazy or it's ridiculous or you can do it differently, and if you believe you can do it a different way, then don't listen to me. Listen to somebody else. Maybe it'll work out for you. Go listen to somebody else that tells you the exact opposite. Say, hey, you can hang around everybody you know. You can chill with your same friends, hang out with your mom and your dad, and have the same conversation and still be a multimillionaire. Go ahead. If that works out for me, let me know when it happens. Okay? Are you with me? Um, also, I'm just sharing um, what I mean by being very serious. Okay? You know, serious people that are very committed to their wealth and success and becoming the greatest version of themselves, they've learned that you must be a voracious reader. They love to read. And even if they don't like it, they learn to love it. Does that make sense? Even if they don't like it, they learn to love it. Reading. Okay? Listen, if you were read books as much as you spend time on social media... You'll probably already be rich. You probably have at least a million. Think about it. Look at your phone and look at your screen time on your iPhone. See how long you spend on apps. It'll blow your mind. Say if you took a fraction of that per day and actually read books. Mm. 
you'll probably be less confused about what you want to become and what you want for your life. Okay? That's facts, right? I'm not done. Almost, but I'm not done. I'm just talking about um, how serious you need to be. Okay? People that are serious about making money, they limit their relationships with people. They're very calculated. Even their lovers. Women. And this is for women only. Women, where are you? Comment below for all my beautiful queens here tonight. I love you. For all my queens that want to be multimillionaires and millionaires, if you're going to deal with a man doing your journey, deal with a millionaire. Do you hear me? Deal with a millionaire. Like if you're going to go out there and date somebody, you want to go have sex with somebody, you want to have dinner, and you want to achieve these grandiose results, we do it with a millionaire. Because at least you're going to learn something. Does that make sense? Don't waste your time nor your vagina with a man that can't do nothing for you, that can't add any value to your life. That's a waste of time. And I'm talking to women right now that want to be rich. Like if you want to be rich, if you're going to sleep with a man, sleep with a man that is rich. Because you're going to learn something. Stop sleeping with a poor man. Don't sleep with no average man. Don't sleep with a man that just makes $100,000 a year. This, that's what you want. You want to make $100,000? Well, sleep with him. But you trying to make a million? Sleep with the millionaires. They're out there. Like if you're going to do it. If you choose to do that. Men. Listen. And this is real talking, men. You need to be by yourself. Okay? You need to repudiate all women in your life. You need to reject every woman in your life. All of them. Does that make sense? Because they're a distraction. We love women. We enjoy women, but women are a distraction. They will distract you from your goals. They will distract you from your desires. They will distract you from your dreams. They are a distraction. And I don't care what woman you talk to may say, well, I can help build you up. I can encourage you. You know, I can... You know, if you have a good woman in your life, you could do, don't listen to that shit. Don't listen to it. You hear me? Men, don't listen to that at all. And I don't care if you find one or two examples of a woman that helped a man make a million dollars. Listen, it is more men that are rich because they did it by themselves, not with a woman. If you want to do your research, if you want to look at statistical data, men are not out here achieving wealth because they had a good woman in their life? Absolutely not. Not the majority. Do it yourself. And do it by yourself. No distractions. Okay? That means no dates. 
Don't waste time to take a woman on a date. Don't waste time taking a woman to happy hour. Don't don't even deal with women at all. Do you hear me? If you're serious at all. Because it's a waste. The reason why it's a waste, because what you want and the wealth that you want to acquire is the priority. You're going to waste your time and your energy dealing with women because you can't control your sexual desires. Because you need some compassion. You need some nurture. You want to feel a warm body in your bed. You want to hug somebody. You want to put your penis inside a vagina. I get it. But I'm here to tell you that's futile. It's worthless. Okay? And you're going to realize it as you get older. That everything that you did in your 20s and 30s, it's men right now they are in their 40s. And they just wasted their entire 20s doing things that didn't align with the man they were supposed to come. And now they're trying to play catch up. It's a lot of men trying to play catch up right now. It's men right now in their 30s and 40s trying to play catch up. And they're trying to say, oh, man, I need to hurry up. I need to fix this. I need to fix this now. Many men are like this. Trying to figure it out. 40 and 50 and 60 years old. Trying to fix all the mistakes that they made when they were younger. Listen, man, it's not worth it. Like if your desire to be wealth, women are not going anywhere. Women, that has been a man's biggest crutch. Women, it is, 100%. Every man that likes women, it's your biggest crutch. Okay? Because women are a distraction. They're pretty. They're great. They talk well. They smell good. They look good, but they're a distraction. Be smart. Okay? Mean you got me? That means no interaction with women at all. High bye. That's it. I don't care if you're one of those men that women like. Hey, can I come see you? Hey, I like you. So what? Uh, you can't come over here tonight. As a matter of fact, you, can, you can't come over here for the next year. I'm busy. I'm working on something. It's more important. Please, I'm going to come over. I'm going to do this to you. I'm going to lick your balls. I'm going to give you head. I'm going to let you do. I'm going to let you have anus. Don't fall for it, man. And I'm being very serious with you. Because women are smart. Women will try to convince you and persuade you. And what I want you to understand is the next time you have a woman hit you up, a woman that you like and she likes you too, I want you to remember this conversation. What's more important, your wealth or her? What's more important, your generational wealth or her? Okay? So what I want to do at this point here. Um, and I know some of you laughing and you shouldn't laugh because I'm being very serious about this. Um, because to become the type of person that can attract and make the type of money that you want to make, that would give you the opportunity to do what you want to do, fly where you want to fly and live where you want to live. Um, it takes 
a very deep level of commitment and a deep level of belief and a deep level of respect for yourself and a deeper level of discipline. Okay. And I know I got some men on women on, they just some men on here, women laughing, just smiling. You know, I don't even know what's funny. Honestly, I don't know what's fucking funny. Like you're broke right now. If you're not broke, you don't have enough money. And you have a little money. It doesn't matter. You still work a job. You still don't have freedom to do what you want to do. Like, how can you laugh if you don't have $10,000 in your bank account? How can you laugh and your house is probably dirty right now? Car is dirty. You got evictions. You got bad credit. You can't even get a car by yourself. You need a co-signer. Like, how can you laugh? What are you talking about? You over there chuckling. You have addictions to alcohol and to smoking. You can't even put the cigarette down just to work on your business. You can't even put the weed down. You've convinced yourself that weed is necessary for you to function properly. And you're laughing. To me, that's insane. And for the fathers and the mothers. And how can you laugh? Like you have a little one right now that's in their bedroom. And they're and they using you. You're the model for them. And you're going to fuck their lives up. Because you're a piss poor model of a human being. A lot of you, fathers and mothers. You're a terrible model for them. And they're going to model you. And you're going to get upset at, at them. But they're just acting like you. And you're laughing. Blows my mind. Any questions for me, please? Okay. Any questions for me? Talk to me. See, I take what I do here very seriously. I know we have fun on these rants sometime. I've been doing these rants for about two to three years. But I'm very serious about helping people win financially. I'm very serious about helping people begin to be committed and serious about their activities and their habits. I'm just very serious about it. And I would like you to be serious about it as well. If not, stop coming stop coming to my lives. Like stop logging in. Stop listening to the rants. Because you're wasting your time. Like if you're not gonna choose to be serious and committed to becoming the greatest version of yourself. Why come here? Okay. What's next here? Wes, any practical tips to get serious in life? I just I just gave you the tips, man. Listen, I just gave you the tips. I'm not going to repeat them again. What did you do with your first 100K? Well, I made a million dollars very quickly. Like I made it in a month, so... The first big purchase was my G-Wagon. As a matter of fact, I just, you guys know I have a 4x4 G-Wagon. It was on a lease. And today I just paid it off. I paid them $80,000. I think I bought it for like $250,000, something like that. But it was on a lease. And the only thing that's different from a lease and finance, at the end of the lease, you just got to pay the, you know, whatever's left, which was like $80,000, which is nothing. So now I have another um, title. But that G-Wagon was the first big purchase that I've ever made when I made my first million. Next question for me.
next question taught to me. Um, question, please. I have a, um, so this young man said, I have a woman who helps me with my business. Okay, great. And hopefully the business is making money. And hopefully the business is making money that you no longer have a job. Okay. And listen, let me be very honest and frank with you, all of you men. I'm not here to argue with you about if you should keep your woman or not. I'm just giving you my philosophy. Okay. I made my million without a woman. And I'm here to tell you that most millionaires make they make their millions without. Okay. I know plenty of them without the woman. And I'm not here to argue with you about your little woman and how you love her so much and blah, blah, blah. And you just got to have her. And you just want to believe that she's going to help you become a wealthy person. Cool. I'm saying this, prove me right. Or prove me wrong. Show me. I'm from the show me state. I'm from Texas. I don't want to hear the talk. Show me. Show me your millions of dollars that you make with your woman. And listen, some people do it, but not that many. Okay? Do you think it's better to have an LLC in your starting a business? It depends on the state that you live in. I have S Corp. But it really depends on your state. You need to talk to your accountant about that. <clears throat> Any advice for a beginner forex trader? Yeah, get serious and master your craft. You know, get very serious. If whatever you do, it doesn't matter if it's forex, internet marketing, network marketing. If you're going to choose something, first choose one thing and focus on one thing for five years. I was talking to a young man today when I was leaving, going to the gym. You know, he was doing one thing. And now he's doing something different. I said, young man, you need to focus on one thing, you know, and on the reason why you're trying to have plan A and plan B, because you're afraid to fail. Okay, you need to pick one thing. You need to stay there for five years, period. Stay there for at least five years. Okay. And I get it. You might say, well, what if it's not working? Well, the question is, does it work? Me, I wouldn't model a going business with any type of business nor niche if it didn't already work. Like, if I see somebody else doing it, that means it does work. That means you're doing something wrong. But you got to focus on one thing, ladies and gentlemen, period. You can't have plan A and plan B and plan C. Why? Because plan B and C will distract from plan A. You know, it's a real thing about burning the bridges. Burn them. Burn the bridges so you can never go back to anything else. You should have one plan. It's plan A. And you work that plan until it works. Okay? What's next here? Wes, hey Amanda, how are you? Wes, what are ways, Wes, what are ways you broke detrimental habits to your success? 
Um, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. Let me see. What habits did I have that was bad? Um, see, one thing about me, I didn't drink. I didn't smoke. So I didn't have those habits. So, oh, I had the habit of not sticking to something. Or I had the habit of being very frustrated when I wasn't getting my results. How many of you like that? You know, you just, you get irritated because you feel you should have already solved the problem by now, right? Whatever the problem is in your business, you feel that you should be further along. I hear this all the time with new entrepreneurs. They say, man, I've been doing this for two years, three years, and I've been reading books, meditating, doing all this stuff, Wesley. Man, I should be further along. <laughs> like, and I'm thinking to myself, like, how do you know how long you should be? Like, how do, how do you know? How do you know you should be further along? No, I think you just want to be further along, right? It's not like you have no clue on how, fur, how far you should be with whatever you're doing. So that was one of my issues here. Um, I was irritated because I felt that I should have already hit it. You know, I said, man, why am I making more? Why am I making more money? I feel that. It's not working out. So what I did was, Amanda, I just started to reframe it. And the reframe is to look at something differently. See, poor average regulatory people, when they're doing something towards the achievement of their goals and dreams, they're giving themselves a timeline, which means, oh, okay, I'm going to give myself three months, six months, seven months, eight months, one month. And I should be further along. That's mistake number one. Give yourself a timeline. Listen, if you're going to give yourself a timeline, give yourself five to eight years. Like if you're going to choose a niche, for example, say if you say, you know, I want to do Forex. Okay, well, give yourself five years to work and master Forex. Five years. That means five years you may make no money at all. But say, I'm going to take five years and I'm going to give it my best. I'm going to study. I'm going to model people that's doing well. I'm going to go to Forex seminars. I'm going to get around the Forex people who are making the money. And I'm going to go to this trial and error for five years. Make sense? So you have to reframe. That's what I did. I started to reframe what I was doing. So instead of giving myself timelines, I didn't give myself any more timelines. Right? I wasn't like, oh, this year is going to be my year. I stopped saying things like that. Because when it wasn't my year, I would get discouraged. So I would just stop saying that this is my year. Okay? And I would stop giving myself these timelines to finish something or to achieve it or to master something. And what I began to do, I got very focused on the activity. It's just like working out, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to be honest with you. Like right now, my body is transforming. I'm taking it to another level, right? It's getting bigger, thicker, um, leaner, and more definition. Now, what did I do to do that? I just increased the workouts. So instead of one hour, now I do two hours. Instead of just working out in the gym, I'm doing Pilates. Does it make sense? So I added more time to what I was doing. It's just that simple. 
And of course, you know, in the kitchen, which what I'm eating, I change my diet, and I just go through the activity. Does that make sense? Like I'm going through the activity and not necessarily thinking about when am I going to have this body that I desire. It's the same thing with business. Like even right now, I give you an example. Right now, I'm building a supplement company. Like I already know what my intention is. My intention is to do $10 million a month, right? Every single month, $10 million. And I'm going to show you guys proof when I do it. But I'm not thinking about that anymore, right? It's already done in my mind. I don't need to continue to think about, man, I, I, I want to make $10 million. I got to make this $10 million. No. So what I do is every day, my activity is toward the achievement of the goal. Does that make sense? So I'm, I'm mastering the activity every day. So every day, it's like a repeat. It's like head and shoulders. Wash, repeat, right? Wash, rinse, and repeat. That's all I'm doing every single day. I'm going through the activity. The same activity I went through today, I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to work out tomorrow. I'm going to work on copy tomorrow. And I'm going to do it again. And I'm going to continue to do that over and over and over and over and over and over. Does that make sense? Why? Because listen up. Repetition is the mother of skill. Okay? Repetition is the mother of skill. So that's how I broke that vice. I realized that it wasn't important to reach the outcome. It was more important to match the activities and create new habits. See, just me going to the gym like I do, that's why my body is becoming this body of a Greek god right now. I'm, I'm not even being funny. It is. It's, it's looking very lovely. It's looking very delicious these days, right? It's because I'm not focused on the outcome. I'm just focusing on the activities. Like tomorrow I'm going to do legs. So I do leg extensions, 100, 200 of them, right? I just focus on that. Then I focus on the hamstrings. Then I focus on the calves. And that's the, the, my brain is there. My brain is not thinking about how I want my body to look. Oh, man, I can't wait till my calves get better. I can't wait till my left. No. I'm just, I'm laser focused on the activity when I'm doing the actual activity. Does that make sense? I'm not thinking about nothing else but, but that at the current moment. Okay? What do you say less vices you have while poor is the less likely you will become truly successful. While poor, the less vices. You know, it depends on what the vices are, right? It depends on what the habits are, the addictions are. Do you cry? Do you often have bad days? Just wondering. No, I don't cry. For what? What is it to cry about? I don't cry. I haven't cried in... I don't know, 15 years maybe. And I know some of you are like, what? You don't cry, Wes? For what? It's nothing to cry about. Do I have bad days? That's impossible. Even you don't have bad days. You just don't understand what you're saying when you say you have a bad day. If you had a bad day, a day is 24 hours. That means you're having a bad day while you sleep. That means you're having a bad day while you're eating food. You know, that's a lot. Because everybody knows when you're eating food, you're feeling good. Right or wrong. When you sleep, you're not conscious. 
So you can't be having a bad day. So bad days don't exist. Bad moments do. Right? Set. I don't cry because I have nothing to cry about. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't even cry even when I was broke. I didn't cry for what? Because crying is not going to fix my problems. Right? And that's what makes me a different than a lot of you men. I know some of you men out there crying your eyes out. I get it. To me, that's just ridiculous. I'm going to be honest with you. It makes you weaker as a man. And don't believe women that say, oh, I like a man that cry. I want a man that cry. No, you don't. Stop believing these women. You know, a lot of you men, you allow women to give you permission to be this weaker version of yourself. It's okay to be vulnerable. What you need to cry for? You have somebody died. Okay. But if you're crying about your problems, you're crying because you hate your job, you're crying because you don't have any money, you're crying because you don't know what you're going to do, that just make you a weaker version of yourself. Your woman will lose respect for you. She will. You won't see it happen, though. She'll say, oh, baby, it's okay. It's okay, baby. We'll figure it out. Then she's going to find a man that will figure it out. <laughs> I'm telling you. Okay. I taught my son this a long time ago, years ago. I said, a long time when he was little, he used to cry right all the time. And I said, son, stop crying. And if you got to cry, you cry by yourself in the closet. You cry when no one can see you. Okay? Because nobody care about your pain. Nobody cares about your problems. So to cry about it, it's not going to be beneficial to you or other people. Okay? When you finish crying, you come out, you be a man, you do what you got to do. Does that make sense? And we're not talking about crying about, like even a relationship. You'll never see me cry about no like a woman. I'm never going to cry about a woman ever in my life. I don't care how good, how sexy, how beautiful she is. Why would I cry about her? For what? If a woman leaves me, you think I'm going to cry? If a woman leaves me, that's her fault. That's her loss. That's how I think. Some of you men crying about a woman. Oh, my God, I love her so much. Oh, why she leave me? I'm like, shut the fuck up. What's wrong with you? What you crying for? You devaluing yourself as a man. And maybe she need to leave you because you, maybe you're still a boy. You need to evolve. And I don't hear this bullshit about real men cry. What does that even mean? Who who came up with that bullshit? Real men. So if you're a real man, that means you cry? Real men are providers. Real men take care of their family. Real men are rich. Real men to understand wealth and finances is the most important thing in the household. That's what real men do. Real men can make decisions. Okay? So to answer your question, no, I don't cry. For what? <clears throat> you shouldn't speak this message to this younger generation. Why not? They need to hear it. Because the younger generation, they're the softest ones on the planet. You got a generation of Zoomers, the Z generations, man, they're so they're so weak and so fragile, it's insane. I had a young man, he asked me a question and said, Well, Wesley, you know me. Do you think I'm going to be become a millionaire based on what you know about me? And I said, absolutely not. And he got upset. Why would you say that? I look up to you. Why, 
What would you say to that? I said, you asked me the question, want me to be honest? I said, based off what you're doing right now, based off the person that I know who you are right now, no. Your habits, your activities, and what you do, absolutely not. And it's like he wanted to cry because I told him the truth. It was my truth based off what I see. I'm not going to lie to you because that's what they want. Like, you know, younger people, they want you to lie to them. Oh, yeah, you're going to do it. Yeah, you're going to make a million dollars. Oh, you can do it. You got this. You got this. You know, younger individuals, that's all they want to hear is positive reinforcement. They all want to <laughs> compliments, likes, views on their videos. That's what the generation Zoomers want. They always want to be validated from people that don't even give a shit about them. You know, it blows my mind here. But they want to be validated by these people. It's not the real world. The world itself is brutal. It's tough. Most people that talk to you, they're not going to tell you exactly how they feel about you. I mean, we all lie to some extent. We always, look, we navigate in the world just lying to people all day. Oh, I like your hat. Oh, I like your dress. Oh, I like this. Oh, I like this. Oh, you look good. You look cute, girl. Lying, lying, lying. Like, we're constantly liars. You're lying at your job. Are you having a good day? Oh, I'm having a great day. No, you're having a fucked up day. I mean, we're professional liars. It is what it is, folks. You got to learn how to navigate through all that stuff. Okay? You know, look at that comment. Everybody cries. First of all, you don't even know who everybody is. You see how we generalize everything? Everybody cries. Everybody. Everybody? Like, do you even know a thousand people? Do you understand that six billion people on the planet? You're talking about everybody cries? Mm. You're wrong. Next question for me. <clears throat> Wes is a beast at the gym. I got to witness it firsthand. And Wes, I'm sore as fuck <laughs> after you told me to do an extra 100 push-ups and 100 pull-ups. Wes definitely backs up what he speaks. Thank you, Money Mike Wynn. So, yeah, I met Money Mike Wynn. He came to the gym. And listen, I'm easy to find. Like, if you ever want to find me and meet me, I'm at Equinox. Between the hours of 12 and 3 o'clock, 12, 2 o'clock, I'm at Equinox. So in one Equinox in Houston, Texas. If you can afford a membership, uh, I don't know, it's like 200 bucks a month, go. I'm right there. Talk to me. Shake my hand, whatever. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I, I, I spoke to him and I talked to him and I was, I was grateful that, you know, Money Mike win. He always tag other people. He's sharing the message with other people and I appreciate that. And I took a picture with him in the gym as well. Like, I'm not an asshole. I'm going to talk to you. I'm cool. That's what I do. I do this for a living all day long, right? And, um, I was working out, he was working out, and I think it was an hour. And he was he wanted to shake my hand because he was getting ready to go. And I said, where are you going? You just got here. He said, well, Wes, I've been about an hour, you know. And actually, he, he ain't been a, even an hour yet, right? <laughs> you know how we lie to ourselves? It's like 45 minutes, but we say an hour, nah. And I said, nah, you're not done yet, bro. We're talking about another hour. Another hour? So, yeah, because, you know, listen, you know why it's so important to get around other type of people? Because some of you think that you're so great right now, which you're not, but you think you're great. You think that you're doing everything. You're thinking that you're doing the most and you're not doing like nothing. And when you meet a person like me or a person like somebody else, you're like, damn, that much? You're like, God, another hour? I said, absolutely. 
and he want me to do a video, I say, I'll do this video for you, but you, you need to do one thing for me. Before you leave this gym, I want you to do 100 pull-ups and 100 push-ups at your pace, as long as you finish. He did it. And you know what's so funny? After that, he was doing other workouts. It's almost like he was getting warmed up, and it's like he got addicted. But I gave him the opportunity to push a bit further outside of his comfort zone because now he's laying in his bed hurting. He's sore. Like right now, he don't want to go back to the gym. Right now, he don't want to ever do that again. He don't want to. But the question is, is he going to do it? See, a lot of you, when you work in your company and your businesses, and you know when you really stretch yourself and you push yourself and you're tired and exhausted and you don't get the result, but yet you got to do it again? You're like, man, I can't do that again. That's just too much. I put too much in it. But you got to realize you're too much if somebody's normal. Like two hours, that's my normal. Are you kidding me? Tomorrow I'm going to do two hours of legs and right after legs, right after legs, I'm doing Pilates for another 45 are you crazy? That's like my normal. What you think is extreme is my normal. Get it? Last night, I went to sleep at 6 o'clock in the morning. Because I was working. That's my normal. Many of you are like, oh, I got to get eight hours. I got to get six hours. I got to get eight, eight hours of sleep. I got to get my beauty sleep. I'm like, where's the beauty? You don't need any sleep. You need to stay awake. Stop all this. Work. Stretch yourself. Okay? Questions for me. Wesley, I fell off for months, but on my shit now. After breaking up with my girlfriend, anyways, what do you think of Andrew Tate? I think Andrew Tate is a smart man. And congrats on breaking up with your girl. Uh... It's that masculine energy is cultivated, director. Blah, blah, blah. Well, somebody's trying to argue with me, huh? And listen, women, if you ever want to argue with me, you want to go back and forth with me, it's okay. You want to debate with me? You want to have an intelligent conversation with me? We can go live. But I need to be able to see your beautiful face. Your lights need to be on as well. And you need to be able to articulate your message or whatever you believe that I'm wrong about. Because I know somebody on here is like, oh, you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> Look at this. Look at Ann Cam. People, it's absolutely nothing wrong with crying. See, men, don't listen to this woman. Like, I love Ann Cam. But don't listen to her, men. Let the woman cry. Not you. Okay? If somebody passed away, okay, I get it. But don't be crying because you're emotionally disturbed. Don't cry because a woman left you. Don't cry because you don't have any money. Don't cry because you feel that the world is just... Crumbling down. No, don't cry because you broke and poor. Don't cry about that shit. Absolutely not. That's insane. And don't believe no woman to tell you that it's okay to cry. It is not. Okay? Not as a man. Absolutely not. There's only a few reasons why a man should cry. And that's if somebody die. Your mama die, okay, you can cry. Your daddy die, you can cry as well. But let me tell you something. God forbid, even if my parents pass away, I'm not crying. I'm going to be the strongest man at my funeral. I mean, I'm going to be the strongest man at my funeral. I'm going to be the strongest man at my parents' funeral. I'm not going to be the one at the casket crying over my parents. Oh, my God. Thank God. I'm going to look foolish. 
I'm going to let everybody else do that. And if you don't believe it, go read a book, The Way of the Superior Man. Man, let me, let me give you some game here. You should live as if your mom and your dad is already dead. You should live that way, which means you need to be a man. You need to start making decisions for yourself. There's no need to cry about a person when they pass away, when it's inevitable. Everybody going to die. <laughs> so why am I crying and pouting? No, you need to be the strongest person at that funeral. Men, let the women cry. Console them. Because that's what men do. What's next? What's next here? Uh, an old girlfriend told me straight up years ago that when I cried with her just one time, she said she literally did not know what to do. She felt so uncomfortable and she didn't tell me until later. Exactly. I'm glad he put that. And see, that's... Listen, that's why, men, you have to stop listening to women. Okay? Stop listening to them. Don't listen to a woman to advise you about nothing. Okay? Listen to another man that's in the position that you want to be. You don't need to listen to women. Women are beautiful. They're great. They're smart. They're intelligent. But they're extremely, emo they're, they're extremely emotional people. They speak how, how they feel all the time. Men are very different. We're very logical people. We're we're realistic type of people, right? We we solve problems. Women are very differently. And I don't care if your woman tell you, oh, it's okay for you to cry with me. It's okay. It's okay. You start crying in front of a woman because you lost your job. She going to know what the fuck she's going to like. She going to coddle you and like, oh, okay, it's okay, baby. But in her mind, she's like, damn. She's going to tell her friends. She's going to tell her mama. Oh, yeah, you know, Pookie was crying. You know, then I was a giant. He, he was crying so hard, but I was there for him. Do you think a woman want a man like that? She'll never tell you. She does not. And don't worry, you'll find out when she cheat on your ass. When she cheat on you, you'll get it then. Then you have another reason to cry. Since you want to be a crybaby. What's next? Hey, Dylan Cooper, how are you? Questions for me, comment below here. <clears throat> oh, God. Somebody said, being a rock like a shade-giving tree. Stop making these analogies, folks. Stop it, okay? <laughs> uh... So success coach says, because, first of all, BC is not because. Write it out. I told you folks about abbreviating words, okay? Because BC is not in a dictionary. Write it out. He said, because I was homeless and shit, it was getting hard. And like I said before, success coach, if you're going to cry, cry by yourself. You don't need to cry in front of people. Listen, the people that cry in front of people, let me tell you what they want. What what happens if your girl, I've had many women in my life cry to me all the time, right? What does that woman want? She wants you to console her. She wants you to, she wants you to feel her pain. She wants you to feel it. So what happens when a man cries in front of you? What, what does he want? 
He wants you. He wants you to say, "It's going to be okay. It's okay. Come here. Come here. Let me give you a hug. It's going to be okay. You'll you'll get out of this situation." That's bullshit. Listen, you're a man. Figure that shit out. Damn, we're such in the generation. Men are so female like. Just because the world said, oh, it's okay for men to cry, stop it. Don't believe that bullshit. If you're going to cry, cry by yourself, no one should know. No one needs to know that you're crying. And you damn sure don't need to cry in front of people. For what? Why do you want pity from people? For what? Then as a man, you want a woman to respect you. You want her to believe in you. You want her to love you. You want her to call you the king. How? Like, how many lions do you know in the jungle that's crying like a little bitch? I don't know any. Name one. I've been to the jungle. I've been to the safaris. I didn't see any lions crying. I seen lions conquering, killing gazelles. That's what I saw. That was a beautiful sight. We went to Kenya this year. Tanzania. Uh, Tan no, no, we didn't go there. We went to, um, oh, I can't remember the name of it, but we went to Kenya and, you know, we was trying to get a kill with my children. And let me tell you something. If you ever get the opportunity to go to a safari, it's the best thing you can do. Because when you think about the safari, you think that's going to be loud, right? It's going to be insane. Let me tell you something. That's the most quietest place I've ever, I've ever been to in my life. Quiet. Like, it's so quiet. You have all these animals out here. And it is so Quiet. And I remember we was getting ready to end the tour. And all of a sudden, man, this lion came out. This huge lion came out of nowhere. And he got this gazelle. So they was running in a pack. You know how gazelles run in packs? Man, this lion came like a, like a ninja. Came out. He caught that damn gazelle. Took him to that ditch. He ate the shit out of him. I mean, he tore that ass up. It was, let me tell you, it was, the, it was an amazing sight. It, it was the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. To see it. Now, you see it on TV, right? You see it on YouTube. But to see it, like, right next to you, because we were in, like, one of those vehicles, I mean, that lion came out like a ghost. And the gazelle, poor gazelle, man. Done. What's next? Mm. What's next? Questions for me here. What do you think about opening up a camera website with women that talk to men via video for profits, manage things behind the scenes? I don't understand the business. A camera website? With women that talk to men via video for profit? You talking about OnlyFans? <laughs> I think they got you beat already. They got OnlyFans.com. Women are already making profit from men sending them videos of themselves. What's next? How you feeling tonight, Wes? Dylan, I feel absolutely wonderful. I feel perfect. Um... 
me see here. What's next? Questions for me. And like I said, you don't have to dis- you don't have to agree with me, folks, a- at all. Like honestly, listen, I love you, but I don't give a damn if you guys agree with me. Like I don't care if you agree with me or not, right? Like I'm living my best life. I'm here. I'm the messenger. You either take it or don't. Okay? And you know, most average regulatory people messages like this is hard to have these type of conversations, you know, because people have very strong beliefs. But what they don't realize, their strong beliefs is what's creating and birthing the life that they currently have. Like your beliefs, like look around your room. Think about how much money in your bank account. Think about where you work and where you go and what you drive. And you're in a circle. Like that's based off your beliefs. Okay. Hearing you speak reminds me I'm not crazy. You're not. Wes, how do you get out of disappointments and brain fog? You have to choose to. Okay? Understand this. Disappointments is the name of the game. Like, honestly, I make love to disappointments. You know, listen. You know, one thing about very successful people, it's just like failure and disappointments and depression whatever that brings regulatory people down, that turns on people like myself. Like, to be disappointed, I love it. I'm not saying I want more of it, but I love it when it happens. When I fail, I love it. I make love to the failure. You know what I mean? I doggy style the failure. Disappointments, missionary style. Okay? When things don't go well, (laughs) reverse cowboy. Okay. My point is, yeah, disappointments, failure, it's a part of the game. It's going to happen to you. If it hasn't, it will. But remember something. If you're disappointed about something, let's go a little deeper. You're disappointed because you was hoping for something to work the way you wanted it to work, and it didn't. And it's like, okay. My question is, when when do you get to the point and say, okay, it didn't work out this time. What do I need to do to make it work? And some of you are disappointed about things that you shouldn't. Some of you are disappointed when no one wants to help me. No one helped me. No one supports me. Let me be honest with you. And don't take offense to this. It's a rant. <laughs> Let me tell you something. No one really gives a fuck about you. Okay, they do not. They don't, I'm telling you. People care more about their self-interest, not about you. They're just lying to you. You think they care about you, don't you? You think, you know, people think, oh, they care about me. My best friend care about me. They're my ride or die. Bullshit. No, they don't. Not as much as you think. Listen, it depends on the situation. (laughs) Some of you are disappointed because you want people to support you. Listen, people are not here on the planet to support you. That's not necessary for a person to support your dreams and your activities and what you're trying to become out of life. So just because someone don't support you and tell you that you're great, what does that mean? They mean you're disappointed because you don't have nobody that got your back? Listen, because obviously your mom and dad never told you this. 
You need to have your own back. Okay? It's cool. It's great. If somebody has your back, awesome. But if they don't have your own back, okay? Does that make sense? Have your own back. The reason why I'm here living my best life because I got my own back. Listen, the world can be against me. I don't care. They can be against me. You can talk dirty about me. They can say whatever they want, but I got my back. That means that I'm going to tell myself that I'm phenomenal. The world can say that, Wesley, you're wrong, you're insensitive, you're cocky. I'm going to say, Wesley, you're beautiful, you're confident, you're smart, and you're intelligent. They can say, Wesley, you're dumb, you're crazy, you're stupid. I'm going to say, Wesley, you're intelligent, you're astute, you're smart, and you're absolutely amazing. (laughs) Does that make sense? Comment below. You got to have your own back, folks. Okay? You got to learn how to be your biggest fan. When you learn how to be your... When you learn how to be your biggest fan, then you don't worry about what other people are talking about. It doesn't really matter too much to you. Like when people comment under my videos here and they're being pessimistic or negative, it doesn't affect me. I don't even care. Who are they? I don't even know who they are. Why would I get upset? Right? All right. What's next? How do you identify limiting beliefs? Well, you identify limiting beliefs. First, you have to recognize the current beliefs that you have. And you got to kind of give me more context. Limiting beliefs about what? Money? about self-esteem, about confidence, right? It depends on what you're talking about here. If you're talking about limiting beliefs about money, if you don't believe that you should have an abundance of money because that's the way that you grew up, what I would say, you need to put money around you, number one. And you need to have a mantra or affirmation to say that money comes to me easily and effortlessly. You have to begin to say the things that you want to take place in your life. That's how simple it is. Because remember something about beliefs. Beliefs come from your authority figures, come from your parents, come from your teachers, your professors, people that you trust, your pastors, mentors. That's how beliefs are created in you, okay, from people. So if you want to change them, then it's up to you to give yourself commands and to surround yourself around people who have different beliefs, okay? Do you fast at all? Does it help with clarity? I don't fast. I love to eat. I may do mental fast, but I will eat food forever. Limiting beliefs about relationships, leadership, working with others, trusting them thoughts. When you when you say relationships, you mean um, romantic, intimate relationships, friends, business relationships. When you use the word leadership, like what do you mean specifically? A CEO of a company. <clears throat> What's the next here? Questions. How effective is sleep meditation? Um, 
I think it's effective. I used to do it. I used to listen to, I think when you go into REM sleep, it's probably not so effective, not sure. But I used to listen to meditation, guided meditation when I was going to sleep. Or I would listen to subliminals um, when I was um, getting ready to sleep. Leadership as in training leaders to lead. And yes, directly leading people to with different values and beliefs. Yeah, but listen, until you can be a leader of other people, success coach, you must first be a leader of yourself. You can't lead other people if you can't lead yourself. Okay? So if I was you, I would work on you first. What's your thoughts on Kanye West fucking his business partner? <laughs> I mean, who said he fucked it up, right? The thing is, folks, let me. can I share something with you? Can we have a real conversation here, even though I know it's one-sided? Um, don't let the me or don't let the media create narratives for you just to believe instantly. I'm not saying that he didn't lose Adidas and other companies, but I wouldn't say that he fucked his life up. The man is still very wealthy. The man is still very famous. The man is admired and he's very significant on the planet. Okay? So I wouldn't say that. I would still say, even what he's going through right now, he's still living a better life than you. Does that make sense? All of you. He's living a higher quality life than all of you. Okay? So I wouldn't say he's fucking up anything. He's doing whatever he feels that he should do. Because we don't know his situation. We don't know what's really going on. All we know is what the news and what the TikTok videos are telling you, okay? And I would suggest don't let TikTok and the media tell you or paint a narrative of how or what's going on in a person's life because it could be false, and it usually is. Wes, are you aware about feminine and masculine energy? As women, I feel we should embrace both energies to be successful in life. What are your thoughts? Well, if you're talking about success as far as money, Absolutely, you have to embrace the masculine energy, okay? Absolutely. And just to give you my thoughts about, you know, women being very successful, being multimillionaires, it will be a part of you. You'll have to exude your masculine energy. And listen, um, me personally, I like I, I just kind of prefer women who are just more feminine, honestly. Now, it's a very, very, I'll say this. There is some woman out there that can be a boss and make a ton of money and do very well. And when they get with a man, they know how to be very obsequious women. Okay? They can be very submissive with them. But not many women can do that, unfortunately. Okay? They cannot. It's very tough to balance that energy, right? You got to be, be a very smart woman. She have to educate herself and understand what she's doing. Because many women, when they're just independent... And they can do it themselves. They can do everything themselves. That's just how they are, even in relationships. And that's just not, it's not what a man wants. Even when a man says, oh, I want a woman that's independent, he's lying. He just doesn't know what he's saying, okay? I mean, he, he definitely want her to be able to take care of herself. But he doesn't necessarily want a super independent woman because he wants uh, a woman that can depend on him. Because that's what men do. Men like women that 
they can take care of. They want to provide for her. If you get with a woman that can do everything for herself and she does everything for herself, and you don't think everything for yourself, then where's the value? Like, what are we doing in this relationship? Just having sex and saying, I love you, right? You know, my philosophy, there has to be a leader and there has to be a follower in any relationship for it to be functional. Unless you don't have to believe me, whatever. But that's just my philosophy. That's what I believe. But to answer your question, Amanda, of course, a woman definitely has to be very in tune with her masculine energy if she wants to be a very successful person because she got to be super resilient. she got to be tough. And she's going to have attributes of a man. It is what it is. Many very successful women on the planet and they're they're masculine i mean you know some are still have the femininity but they're you know you got women that are very masculine man and um yeah what's next what's the title of the meditation we were listening to the other night it was amazing hey anna how are you it's called diva prayer Next question for me. Hey, Letitia, how are you? Folks, are you getting value here tonight? Comment below if you got any value here tonight. What do you think about a all-meat diet? I wouldn't recommend it because you need some carbs. Got to put some veggies in the body as well. Yeah, there you go. Just search it on YouTube. Wes, can you tell the story of how you made your first million? Oh, God, I've told this story so many times. <laughs> Let me give you the brevity of it. And listen, you know, I don't mind telling the story over and over again because one day very soon I'm going to be on the stages telling the story. And one thing about speaking in front of crowds, you need to be able to tell great stories. And to tell great stories, you got to be able to tell them over and over again until you tell the version that is just very impactful to the audience that you're speaking to. So let's just say this. I made my first million in digital marketing, okay? Internet marketing. My first company was 7dayfitness.com. That was an abysmal failure. I failed terribly with that company, okay? But it was the only company I was working in at the time. And... I've been to Tony Robbins seminar twice. I've been to internet marketing seminars, money-making seminars. I've read every self-development book I could get my hands on. I listen to every self-development audio that they have ever made on the planet. I've listened to it. Um, I've read books in psychology. And this is just during the time in my 20s when I was getting very serious and committed about achieving my goals. I've read books in NLP, which is Neural Linguistic Programming, right? I read books in Human Behavior. I read books in Mindfulness. I read, I read the, um, the uh, what's that guy's name? The Robert Herbert books, like Scientology. I read uh, the books in uh, Stoics, Stoic books, and I read... Um, I can't remember the other book I read. Oh, um, and Hermetics, Hermetic Law. Like, I read a lot. I read a ton of books, folks. You have no clue. Um, but still, 
You know, it was just very difficult for me to make money online. I wasn't making any sales. And I tried to run ads on Facebook. I tried to run ads on YouTube. I even learned how to build websites. I learned how to edit videos. Like, I taught myself all this stuff. I'm self-taught, by the way. Um, So, the kicker for me was, and this may help you out as well. I, uh... I decided to, and I learned it from this mastermind, because at the time, Seven Day Fitness had lunch, but I needed affiliates. So I was in this mentorship that was paying $1,000 per month. It was a virtual mentorship. And I said, hey, um, you know, how can I find affiliates? And he said, Wesley, you need to get off, you need to get off your ass and go and meet the people that you're emailing. Because at that time, I was emailing all these people all the time, you know, just trying to get people to answer my emails. And it just wasn't effective. Hey, Pretty Duffy, how are you? Hey, Susie. So what I did was I took his advice. I started going to seminars, and I started meeting the people that were succeeding. Okay? And I talked about this last night, last night on last night podcast. Like, honestly, you have to get out of your house and start meeting the people who are making the money. Okay? Let me say that again. You have to leave your house if you're serious. If you want to shorten the gap from where you are and where you want to be, you got to go meet the people in the industry that you're trying to build the skill in. Got to go meet them. Okay? And that's what I did. And... I remember going to another event and meeting another guy. And this guy was doing very well on ClickBank. And I decided to befriend him. You may say, well, Wesha, how did you do that? Um, the first key is don't talk about business. I learned it the hard way. I remember meeting him in Vegas at a party. And I'm broke, right? Whatever. But you can't tell. Um... Because I never let people see me weak. That's another thing. Never let people see you weak. It's like, for what? No one likes a desperate person unless you're a desperate, pretty, lovely girl. I'm going to be honest. If you're desperate and you're a gorgeous woman, the millionaire will help you. I know it's fucked up, but it's just the truth. Okay? <laughs> it's just the truth, though. If you're a pretty girl and you're desperate, that millionaire, he, he, he probably will help you. 100%. But... If you're a man, I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. So I went to the seminar and not seminar, but, um, I, you know, I befriended a guy and I didn't talk. At first I was talking business. He said, hey, hey, don't talk business. We had the party, man. Let's have fun. That's what he told me. This guy was making a million dollars a month. And he said, he don't want to talk business. Because that's what, just what most people do, right? People that are not making any money, that's the first thing they want to talk about. Hey, man, I got this company. I'm trying to do it. Stop it. Don't do that. Just treat it. Treat my millionaire. Like even me. If you meet me in public, don't just tell me. Don't like immediately tell me about all your challenges and how it's not working in your company. Tell me about something that's going to make me feel good. I don't know. Tell me you like my shoes. Tell me that my biceps are huge. I don't know. Tell me. Give me a compliment or something. I'm just giving you help. Don't just talk about how your business is struggling. Like, I don't care. Honestly, I don't. Like, I'm always there to help you, but I don't care. Like, I'm busy. So, be smart. 
you know, talk about something else. So that's what I did. You know, I was hanging out, having a good time. Long story short, I I decided to model his product. I decided to model his product. And after I model his product, I made a million dollars. True story. I just modeled what he did. He had a number one offer that was making a lot of money. I bought his product. I transcripted the video sales letter. I bought all the upsells. And I studied it for like two months. Like I studied how he marketed, what words he's used, why is he using these words versus other words. And I basically created a better version of um, than the product that he created. And that's how I did it. And listen, you can always get my product online, Millionaire Mastery. If you ever want access to everything that I did to make my first million, you can watch those videos. They're step by step. I show you exactly what I did. Like, I don't hold anything back. I should charge $3,000 for this, but it's inexpensive. It's called Online Millionaire Mastery. I also give you access to the book that I wrote that sold over a quarter million, a quarter million copies. I give it to you in that course. Just type in Google, type in Online Millionaire Mastery, and go get it. And you'll see behind the scenes secrets of an internet marketer. Okay? How can I become a millionaire with I'm graphic design business? Uh, I would say start on Fiverr first to get more people to know about you. Then start taking on private clients and charging them more money. What's next here? Can you explain what is the matrix and how to escape from it? So, listen, my version of the matrix is the people that are asleep. What I mean is, I give an example. You might not think, oh, I got a good example, like the Kanye West deal. A lot of you are watching the Kanye West deal and what's happening. That's an example of the matrix because it's a distraction. COVID virus distraction. It's matrix. Because if you're too busy thinking about what mask you should go buy, right, and how you may get infected by somebody and how you may get the disease and you may die or whatever, if you focus on that, then how can you focus on your goals and dreams? You can't. You're too busy trying to survive. Like, that's that's an example of the, mag- the matrix. Distraction, like a job, it's the matrix. It's just being unaware of what's happening. The matrix is watching the news and allowing these people to create a cynical narrative about the world, even though the world is a big place. And obviously, even though it is a ton of wrong taking place, but it's a ton of good that is happening in this very moment. It's the matrix. Right, the matrix is when the mom is getting the government housing, all the food stamps. Matrix. Because she will argue with me and say, No, I need those food stamps. Of course. That's exactly what they want you to say. Duh. They want you to say that because it's a form of control. Make sense? And then it just keeps you having more babies and getting more money. But they're okay because they don't want you to succeed. They don't want you to prosper. They don't want you to go out there and be responsible. No, they give you free money. Hey, how many babies you got? No problem. We're going to give you this. 
We're going to give you this much to go get your house. We'll give you food stamps every single month. Go ahead. Do your thing. Just relax. Stay at home. Don't do nothing. We'll take care of you. Makes sense. That's the matrix. Okay. Why is it so dark? Because the light is not on. Does that make sense about the matrix, ladies and gentlemen, here? Right? It just foods you. Uh, it makes you believe, you know, especially like the food stamps and the government housing and the WIC cards and the Medicaid, all this stuff is matrix stuff. Because the matrix is want people to believe that they cannot be self-sufficient. The matrix wants you to believe that you cannot be independent and you don't need to be independent. We're going to help you. Okay. Like if you poor and broke, don't worry. We got money. You know, you want to go to college? We know you want to go. So we got FAFSA, financial aid. You get it? It's all the matrix stuff. It's just a form of control, but you don't see it happening because many of you are unaware. You just think it's a good thing. You might say, well, that's a good thing. You know, we, we need help. But you have to understand there are people on the planet that want you to say that. They want you to say that you need help. And they're willing to help you. They want you to be dependent because if you're not dependent, that means you may be independent. And independent people, they have a likelihood of making a lot of money. And if you're making a lot of money, that's taking away from money from other people that's making, that want to make the money. Does that make sense? <laughs> so I'm going to have to look you up. You sound, you sound hot. Well, thank you. Gracias. All right, what's next here? I want a good guy. I'm single. Well, I'm not the guy for you. I'm not interested in any type of relationship right now with any woman. I'm busy. I'm working. <clears throat> any questions for me? Any questions before I let you go? Did you get value here tonight, ladies and gentlemen here? Comment below if you got value. I know, listen, it was a tough conversation tonight. But it's a rant, okay? It's unfiltered, all right? You don't have to believe nothing at all, okay? As a matter of fact, you can unfollow me and stop listening to me for the rest of your life. But I can only speak my truth because I know what it takes to make a couple of million dollars. I know. I know exactly what it takes. I know how it feels to go from poverty or go from the outhouse to the penthouse. I'm self-made, okay? Which is why I'm qualified to have this conversation with you, all right? But what I want you to understand is I love you. I care about you. I really do. I know I'm always, you know, with the tough love, and I get it. I know I hurt some of you guys feeling, some of you ladies feeling, but, hey, I love you. But sometimes you got to hit it. You got to hear it raw. Sometimes we got to go a little deeper beneath the surface. Sometimes I got to touch in areas that's going to make you feel a little bit uncomfortable. But listen, everything is coming from the top of my heart, honestly, because I want you to win. I want you to stop playing around. I want you to get committed. And if you're not going to get committed, if you want to continue to play around, then don't waste your time trying to chase goals when you're not going to be fully committed to the process. That's what I'm saying. Like, don't waste your time. Okay? Don't do that. Oh. 
All right. Um, much love, folks. This is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin. Much love, and let's go. Get to work.